Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Dave Campbell with you on Oilers Now. The best pizza in the city still making a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Royal Pizza has been Edmonton-owned and operated uh, for 48 years. The Stauffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean Chicken. You can visit royalpizza.ca for location nearest year. Uh, Royal Pizza with a brand-new spot out in Spruce Grove and a second location now in Sherwood Park. Without further ado, for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta, where they've got live racing at Northlands Park Saturday. We welcome back to the show our second hit today from Nashville. We had Craig Simpson on in the first hour. Mark Spector joins us right now. Spec, how you doing? Oh, pumped there, Bobby. You're, you don't sound pumped. You, you sound a little fatigued. Bring the energy level uh, up. Not me, pal. I mean... Home to bed, to church, all I'm doing on this trip. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's you. Nothing ever bad. <laughs> nothing ever bad happens in Nashville. Uh, I recall. I won't name the player, but uh, there was a guy a few years ago that had uh, you know didn't research, didn't play much after a trip to Nashville. You know how that happens, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it can't happen to you here. It's pretty fun, pal. Oh yeah, lots of places to drink. They've you know it's actually funny, Bob. Since you and I first came here back in whenever they got this team in the 90s yep uh it's this town's changed completely it's they've built a, a million buildings it's become a tourist hub it's it's like a nash vegas now and back then it was a sleepy little tennessee town i remember it's not like that anymore yeah uh yeah well it, no it's it's a fun place there's no question and uh even fun for those guys that don't like to run like they once used to, if you know what I mean, Mark. It's it's hey. put it this way: our uh, Oilers now road trippers, and they're going to be heading off. Uh, we ended up <laughs> selling a few more spots than we thought for the uh, Germany Sweden uh, trip next year. I, I will tell oh, yeah. you, I will tell you that the most often requested place is Nashville, and we did one a couple of years ago, and there, there's some fellows that were hurting on that trip coming uh, on the, uh, the the game was on Sunday and, and Monday morning. There was some, it's it's a fun, fun place. There's no question about that. And it's been a fun series, hasn't it, Mark? Oh, yeah, this, is, this has been, you know, it's funny. You cover enough hockey, you think at some point you've seen most things before, but I don't ever recall a series where first of all, where there's four road wins in six games, that's pretty rare and no one's won two games in a row which is very rare it's it's, it's happened before but not very often and both those things happening together tells you that you know i don't know who's going to win tonight you don't know the players don't know the coaches think they know but they've been wrong more than they've been right so (laughs) it is a true toss-up here tonight why has that been the case what do you think is the major and and i guess specifically why do the teams seem better on the road than they are at home I don't know. It's a, no one knows the answer. I've had, and we've been asking players. We've had an extra day off between the game six and seven, so everyone's asked that question. Everyone's wondered why one team can't, you know, figure out how to beat the other and then play the same style two nights in a row. 
every time I get an answer to you or Winnipeg gets an answer to Nashville, then Nashville finds an answer to Winnipeg. And there's been, you know, we've gone from seven to four to four one to two nothing to four nothing. We have all different styles and types. We had a trap fest. I think that was game four. You know, we had wide open seven four hockey in game three. We've had good goaltending. We've had lousy goaltending. It's, you know, they say it's had it all, man, and this series has had it all. Yeah, we're joined by Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, live thoroughbred racing Saturday at Northlands Park. So, Mark, it, it, to, to me, it's it's kind of interesting, um, and I'd like to, and maybe, I don't know if we know the status, Mike Fisher, okay? Is he going to be able to play today? I doubt it. You know, he left game six in the second period, never came back, didn't practice in between, and didn't skate scoring. So if I'm a betting man, Bobby, that player generally does not play tonight, right? Well, are they better not having him playing? Because, and, and, and so I'm going to ask you a tough question here, and I'm going to get you to maybe think as a player, which, you know, let's say you busted your butt from day one in training camp to play for the Nashville Predators or your Frederick Goodrow, you know, who played last year and was really good in the Stanley Cup final. You can't even get into this roster. And Mike Fisher, who's in a unique situation because of Nashville, Carrie Underwood, all he suddenly decides he's gonna unretire after they land Kyle Turris. They sign Benino, uh land Turris, I got Johansson. So, you know, that's a perfect situation for a fourth line center. I don't think he's been that good in the series, Mark. In fact, I don't think he's been that good, period, since he's come back. And I wonder what some of the guys that have been in and out of the lineup think. Well, it's an excellent question. I mean, he is. He's a fourth-line player. There's no question about that. And he is um, you know, he's older and he's slower, and he missed half a year. So, no, he has not. So, you know, the games he has played in the series, first five, uh, yeah, he was all right. He wasn't special, but... You know, again, he's a fourth-line guy. I'm not expecting. I don't care. So they take him out. They're going to put in Callie Yarncroft, or they're going to put in, you know, Mika Salamaki or someone like that. Those guys aren't going to get a whole lot accomplished either. If I'm Nashville, I'm far more concerned about guys like Benito, guys like uh, Kyle Torres has been an absolute rumor in this series. Those are the guys that are going to turn this thing, not a fourth-line center. Mark Spector joining us. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. Speck down in Nashville and, uh, you know, doesn't have the the, uh, the the tablets of Tylenol going, so that's a good sign. He's he's all in. By the way, Speck, because I know you're following this closely, Connor McDavid has a hat-trick through two periods for Canada today. They're up 4 nothing against Norway. Uh, that's a tough matchup. That's a tough matchup for Norway, isn't it? Uh, you know, I, I... Yeah, the Worlds are... The Worlds is one of those tournaments that you can kind of tune in to when they stop playing the Koreas and the Norways, and it gets pretty good. I enjoy the world. Well, they went up but to sixteen. Did, they went up to sixteen teams, right? That's part of the issue. Yeah, so there's a seven. You too know, too many games that are you know, too many games for me. Canada shouldn't be playing Korea. You know what are we doing playing Korea? Get it? Korea doesn't good for Korea. They made it into the top sixteen, but I don't want to watch Canada. I was watching that game, Bob. The uh, the the guys were scoring goals. They weren't even smiling. The Canadian guys don't even smile when they score, right? How do you score? A do you remember when the U? Smile? Don't you remember when the Koreans uh, would come play the U of A, and they they get beat by the U of A? I mean, by a, 
36 goals or something. Didn't, yeah, they, didn't so, they score like 28 goals one day? Yeah, well, put it this way. One year the U of A was short. It's an exhibition game. And I know that one of the team doctors played, and I know that a broadcaster, hey, are you available to play today? Like, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? So, well, Jim, Jim Pack's got that green team up now into the the top 20, but they're not in the top eight, and that's therein lies part of the rub at the international level for the World yeah, Hockey Show. But the game tonight will be far more competitive. Uh, is it? Yeah, and you know what? Does either team have enough left for Vegas? Do you think? Well, this is a this is a beauty situation for Vegas, isn't it? Yeah, they're going to sit at home and put some popcorn on tonight and watch a hockey game. And these two clubs uh, are going to beat each other's brains out. They're going to, you know, they will spend a lot of emotional capital here, right? In this game seven, I mean, you just that's how game sevens work. You know, they take a they take a piece out of you and they leave a mark, even when you win them. So and then boom, we play game one of the Western Conference Final on Saturday night, two nights from now. So this is advantage Vegas, absolutely, Bob. Advantage Vegas, and uh, I'm sure Gerard Gallant and the boys are down there loving every second of this. Mark, we just had Gil Scott on, who you've known for a long yeah, time, and he re- I don't know, Gil, yeah. right, represents several of the NHL coaches, including Barry Trotz, who Gil admitted uh, does not have a contract moving forward with the Washington Capitals. He picked a pretty good year not to have a contract moving forward with the Washington Capitals, would you not say? Uh, well, he, he does, except for the problem that's out there where there's, I mean, where are the head coaching jobs? There's one open in New York with the Rangers. Right, there's one open in New York with the Rangers. Well, I would say Trotsky's at the top of that list. Uh, no question. If they haven't filled it yet, maybe they're waiting for him, for, for that matter. Right. But, you know, it's a funny world out there for coaches, Bob. I mean... There's a bunch of guys sitting around with one job open. And then when Dallas does make a hire, they go into college and get Jim Montgomery out of Denver. And, you know, that doesn't, he wasn't a guy we all put in that pool of coaches. So, you know, if I'm Dave Tippett, I'm sitting up there thinking, man, how do I get back in? Interesting with Dave Tippett. Do you think that some people maybe thought, what you know, because you had clearly something occurred between Don Maloney and Dave Tippett in Arizona for Dave Tippett to get added responsibility and power, and and that occurred during the Drummond era of ownership with the Arizona Coyotes spec, and then obviously it transferred into a very unique personality and owner from Philadelphia that changed the scenario for the Arizona Coyotes. Tip elects to leave. Maloney goes to work for the Calgary Flames. I don't think Tip was on the short list in Calgary. Bill Peters, I think, was always Brad Trelevin's guy. It's kind of an interesting business right now. I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, you got one head coaching job out there, period. My understanding is, by the way, Lindy Ruff is still under contract with the New York Rangers. Because obviously okay. they've moved from Elaine Vigneault. So what does that tell? To me, that tells me that I wonder whether or not the Rangers and Lenny Ruff's from Warburg. So too is Dave Haxtall. I wonder whether or not the Rangers are sitting there going, "Well, you know, we'll, we'll see who becomes available." And Lenny Ruff's been a head coach twice in this league with Buffalo and Dallas. Maybe that's an option. And of course, he played for the Rangers as well. Well, yes. I mean, uh, listen, the Rangers are the big boy. First of all, they can afford anybody. So, you know, there are teams out there that, that aren't, you know, Elaine Vino isn't going to work for Carolina. 
Right. Because Elaine Vigneault is a $5 million coach or whatever he is, and, and there, those, there are several franchises that won't pay their head coach that much. The Rangers, they'll pay their head coach whatever it takes. They got the money. They're prestigious, uh, you know, original six team that every guy would love to work for. And the, the fact that they're sitting there without a coach uh, tells you, to me, that something's brewing, right? They know they... they you know they got to know exactly what they're doing there. I don't know exactly what they're doing there, but it sure tells me that something they got. They're waiting for somebody. Yeah. Does there uh, come a point where a guy a, a guy coaches too many teams and is just seen as a retread? Because Jay from Slave Lake goes, Bob. Is there any particular reason why Mark Crawford is not a head coach in the NHL? Of course, Crawford is on Ottawa's staff. I think Mark Crawford's days as an NHL head coach, unless it's on an interim basis in Ottawa, if they elect to move out uh, Boucher during the course of the season, I think his days of being an NHL head coach might have passed, Mark. I mean, he has bounced around, right? He's he's gone uh, Colorado, and then he went Vancouver, and then he went uh, Dallas, right? So you're talking a guy about a guy that's been with three NHL organizations as a head coach alone. And then he ended up in uh, coaching Austin Matthews at Zurich, as I recall. Yeah. Um, you know, the carousel guys fall off it once in a while. I mean, we were just talking about Dave Tippett. He's at that point right now where he's been off it for a while and he's trying to get back in. And, you know, Lindy Ruff was a coach forever in this. I mean, he's a 20-some year coach in this league. Did he, you know, does he ever get a head coaching job again? You know, it's, I think it's fair to question. Every time a young Jim Montgomery steps onto the carousel, one of those old fellows that's been doing it for a long time, he steps off, right? And, you know, there's only 30 of them, or 31, excuse me. So, you know, then again, we get back to the Rangers. They've got their pick of every guy outside of Vigneault who they fired in the whole coaching spectrum, and they haven't hired anybody yet. So there's, you know... Something's happening out there. I can't wait to find out what it is, Bobby. Mark Spector joining us. Spec, what are you hearing uh, just because uh, you're around, you know, a bunch of different guys. Are there any rumblings at all on uh, the Oilers' uh, coaching situation down? Uh, you know, there are because there are several uh, different media types that are working that series and that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm hearing basically what, what the party line is, Bob, um, that people are – People around the league are expecting that Trent Yanni will come here, right. will come to Edmonton. There has been no announcement. There's nothing official. I think, you know, the protocol states that the orders will settle out their entire staff and make one announcement. Right. I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't see them having a Trent Yanni announcement than the other guy. And, you know, common wisdom has them waiting on Glenn Gullison. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I got nothing more than that. I, in fact, made a call to Todd McClellan the other day and couldn't uh, track him down. And he probably wouldn't tell me if he didn't know. So I don't have much more for you than what you know already. But certainly I have not heard anyone outside uh, outside around the Western Conference or anything who's not uh, singing from the same song book here. It looks like Yanni and possibly Gullitson, and if not him, uh, now we're looking for plan C here, right? Yeah, I guess that'll be the case. All right, Mark, I'm going to put you on the spot. Who wins tonight? Uh, by the way, Craig Simpson thinks Winnipeg's going to get it done. I, I want Winnipeg to win, but I think it's going to be Nashville. Who do you got? Well, I picked Winnipeg in seven to start this thing, so I might as well. I don't get one right very often. There's no point jumping well, we, off the train now. <laughs> Mark, that's good that you can. Hey, by the way, just before we let you go, how's your golf tournament shaping up here? Doing real well. We're uh, we're 
July 25th. It's the last Wednesday in July. We uh, Our website is open at MarkSpectreGolfClassic.com, and we're selling a bunch of foursomes already, in fact. So if you, someone out there uh, wants to support Sports Central, we sure would appreciate that. And it's uh, real easy to sign up. Bob's going to be a celebrity again this year, so if you uh, talk real nice, uh, we might not put him with you. Well, last year, the, the foursome that paid to golf with myself and Colton Pareko didn't end up getting that privilege, so uh, maybe they were telling me. Yeah, I don't know, man. Who's that guy that took care of that anyways? I'm going to have to talk to that guy. Maybe, I know, no kid. Maybe Pareko no, just didn't want to play with me. He saw how bad I was the year before. Hey, Spec, great he's stuff. Over in the, yeah, he's, he's over, over the there. He's play- I've already sent him an invitation. He's playing pretty well, by the way. He's, he's oh, looking. He's such a good player. Yeah, he's on the first power play unit. Hey, Spec, have a wonderful time. By the way, do you, now, do you go on to the West Final, or what, what happens after this? Uh, we're kind of waiting to see who plays who here. we got a bunch of plans afoot. Uh, right. I don't think I'm going out if Nashville wins tonight, and if Winnipeg wins tonight, I'm going to probably keep on the old train here. All right, awesome stuff, Mark. Take care. All right. That, that is Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta, live racing Saturdays at Northlands Park. Portions of our show for World Floor Coverings. Tell them Oilers now sent you. Receive two times the air miles reward miles on your flooring purchases at World Floor Coverings. Uh, when we come back, Randy Hanch, General Manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you. We're going to get to this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Looking at going on a river cruise in Europe for 2018, New West Travel's got some great rates on fabulous cruises. Here we go. May 10th, 1984. Grant Fuhrer made 34 saves, and this happened. Brent Sutter, he can't throw it. Hughes knocks it back into the corner. Here's uh, Pat Hughes with it. Rolling it in. Hunter scores! Davey McCarr, Kevin McCollin, rather. A quick pass from Pat Hughes, and he fired and caught the far side on Billy Smith, and the orders lead it by a score of one to nothing. That was game one of the 1984 Stanley Cup final. What a year to be in grade 12. That's all I'm going to say, Dave. That was an awesome year. <laughs> the most important goal in franchise history, in my opinion. Yeah, that was yep. a big goal. Oilers lost game two, came back and smoked the Islanders in game three, four, and five, chasing Billy Smith in game three and four. It was a thing of absolute beauty. And then the spontaneity of the 1984 Stanley Cup celebration. It was fun. People were... Very generous. Oh, it was wild. This state order's history brought to you by New West Travel. Great travel deals for weddings, honeymoons, golf packages, and employee corporate reward trips. Call the friendly staff at New West Travel, 780-432-7446. 
or at newwesttravel.com. Quickly into our conversation with Edmonton Oil Kings General Manager, Randy Hatch. Well, Randy, we'll start with uh, just a thought from you on, you know, getting uh, Dylan and, and Keegan both committed to the Oil Kings organization within a week of the WHL Bantam draft. I mean, the number one overall pick and, and a number 20 overall pick. I mean, you're, you're sitting there with two kids in the first round that have committed right away and are saying, we're going major junior out. Because uh, there's a lot of kids over the last several years that some have never gone into the WHL. I mean, Jonathan Taze obviously went the NCAA route with Dry City. Bob Torrey would stand by that decision, by the way. You know, hey, I drafted the best player in the draft that year. But just what does it mean to your organization to get these kids to commit early? Well, it's an important day. Uh, as we said, like even last week, uh, a week ago was the draft. And, and then where we're at today with both players, uh, you know, signed, committed, moving forward. And I think it's important for them, too. Now they know the direction they're going so they can start to prepare, uh, you know, when they come to them today, they know where they're going to be. They, you know, the summertime, they're training. So overall, uh, it's important for them, but it's also important for uh, our program moving forward. And uh, we know we have, you know, two building blocks that we're going to continue to build around. All right. So uh, Dylan is uh, going to stay here in town and play in a prep academy. Uh, and in both situations, you won't have full-time access to the players for another year. Uh, but is there a possibility that uh, you know these kids could see some games of the Oil Kings during the course of this season, maybe at Christmas or towards the end of the season when their seasons are done? Yeah, you know I think there's always a possibility. You know you try to uh, respect the, the club teams are going back to with their schedules. Um, but in saying that, if we can get the players in for a little bit of experience, it certainly helps. And uh, we've realized in the past every time we are able to bring an affiliate player in and they get the experience, they get the feel for just the game day preparation and then actually playing in the game, it certainly fast-tracks their development. All right, that is Randy Hanch, the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, again, the Oil Kings, uh, big day for them, getting a couple of their first-round picks signed right away. No debate, and uh, they'll get them. They'll have a good team in a couple of years, but it's going to be, hey, you're drafting 14-year-olds. In the OHL, you're drafting 16-year-olds, a little bit different scenario. In Texas, at 630-630 on our Westlock Ford text line, hey, Bob, another big day happening. May 10th, 1970, Bobby Orr scored his flying goal. I was born in 58, says the listener. Well, now we know how you're 60 years of age this year. So, Wow. Happy That's, birthday. Uh, Halsey still got you by 24 or 25 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still sharp, old Brian Hall. Hey? Oh, he is. Uh, let's uh, do this. Coming up tonight on Inside Sports with Reed. Is this one of the last shows that Reed's going to have to do for a while? Yeah, he's got an hour next Wednesday because the uh, Vegas Golden Knights uh, host the Winnipeg Jets or the National So Predators. he's got to work an hour next week. Yeah, pretty much. Kelly Rudy from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Brian Blessing, who is a favorite of uh, in the Inside Sports Show from Sportsbook Radio in Vegas. Uh, and then also uh, Canada up 5 nothing. A hat-trick for McDavid and two goals from Bo Horvat over Norway. And uh, Reed will have one of the Canadian players participated in tonight's game on tonight's show from the World Hockey Championships in Denmark. And considering we're carrying the Eastern Conference Final tomorrow, well, we're carrying the Conference Final starting tomorrow, uh, we'll have an Eastern Conference Final preview. Matt Salmon from the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning side of things. And uh, uh, John Walton from the okay. Washington Capitals. We've got Alan May, uh, who's a regular to Oilers now, joining us tomorrow, along with Elliot Friedman, courtesy of our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Up next, a news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 630 Afternoon News with Jalen and I and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now.
Stoffers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630-CHED. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630-CHED.